Yes, that's all we said. That's that is all we said. <laughs> Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You're listening to Sapnin Podcast. Sapnin! Sapnin! You are listening to episode... You are listening to episode 158 of Sapnin Podcast with myself, Sean Smith, and my good friend, Morgan Richards. Yes, it's me, Morgan Richards. And while I'm a little careless, anxious, neurotic, and tired, our conversations will always set the room ablaze. Yes, they will. Uh, this week's guest <laughs> is <laughs> this week's guest is a frontman of the fantastic can't swim, Chris Laporto. Yes, New Jersey have always produced addictive music talent and Can't Swim is my latest obsession. Since their inception in 2015, the band have left their mark across the punk rock, pop and emo scene, signing to Pure Noise Records and touring the globe intensely. Their third full-length album, Change of Plans, was just released on October and they have a lot of exciting plans to come. So we gave Chris a call while he had some downtime driving the van across the States for the current tour with Silverstein, have a laugh and get to know the man behind the stage persona. Didn't we, Sean? Yes, yes, we did. And uh, spoiler alert, right? I don't really like spoiling the interviews, but some people are going to be asking, did I ask? And the answer is, <laughs> no, I didn't. Right? I didn't ask because I didn't want to piss him off. But yeah, we were very, very lucky to have Chris on. Uh, we had um, one or two signal problems, which led to hilarity. So that is uh, very, very funny. Make sure you stick around to check that out because uh, there's a part where me and Chris take over and I get a new co-host. So um, I'm happy. I hope that we get to do one in the flesh at the wonderful and fully announced 2000 Trees 2022. Yes, but isn't it mad how we can talk to people while they're driving now? Technology's gone fucking through the roof, but this is just well, going to be a... Uh, do you know what? Do you know what? I'm going to say I don't know if he was driving, right? 100%. Number one, because I didn't, I didn't hear the road. I, number one, I couldn't hear the road, right? So I don't know if he was driving. Despite him saying he likes driving, I don't know if he was driving. Um, 
Yes, I'm leaving that out there. I don't know if he was driving, Morgan, because... That might be illegal. And I don't <laughs> think it was. So. I just realized what I said as I was saying it. But this is a casual, relaxed chat. One you'd expect to have uh, with some of your friends, but instead you've got us two involved. So it's a little bit different, but we do get into everything from secret influences to songwriting errors, how much starting in New Jersey affected their progress, to everything from German sex clubs hardcore gcw <laughs> wrestling and even yeah. meeting a certain disney star yes um yeah i forgot about the german sex clubs for a second <laughs> um but back and um yeah what a funny chat what a funny and great chat and yes hopefully like i said we hopefully we get to do one of these of the flesh uh next year i think it's going to be a magic weekend Yes, well, as you alluded to earlier on, Can't Swim have just been announced for 2000 Trees 2022. July 6th to the 9th, it sees the return of one of our favourite festivals to Upton Farm in Cheltenham, UK. Already, they've announced headliners Jimmy World, Thrice, Idols, and a load of extra bands, but they've just added over 30 acts this week, including Nervous, Pulled Apart by Horses, Tom Jenkins, Pigs, 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 and Turnstile, and a band called Raiders. Go back to... Um, <laughs> they put a band called Pigs on seven times. They playing seven times. Well, it's, yeah. So I've I've got That's the line up here. Or download for me. Yeah, La- I've got the line up here, and it literally says pigs, 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 pigs. Are they getting policing for the security? What's going on? What's I don't know. Anyway, yeah, um, yeah. Raiders have also been announced, which is fucking excellent. We cannot wait. When the 2021 didn't happen. We got asked if we wanted to do the 22 one or hold out for next year, uh, not next year, the year after's one. But we are so desperate to see Thrice that we said, no, it must be that one, please. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be a fucking unbelievable weekend. The lineup is absolutely insane. Go check it out now. What's the website, Mog? 2000treesfestival.co.uk Jimmy World there, you know how obsessed I am with them. And hopefully you we'll do don't a- like Jimmy World. You don't like Jimmy Dwight. I've said it enough on this podcast. People are fed up with me saying it. But I'm hoping we can do it. If you liked them, we would have spoken to them. I'm trying, but I fucking tried. You You don't care. Uh, You don't care. (laughs) Jim Atkins, please reply to me on Instagram. Um, But hopefully we'll do a lot more work with 2000 Trees very, very soon. We absolutely love that festival and it would be a great time. Looking forward to them coming back. But in the meantime... Keep up to date with everything going on with Sapning on our social media pages at Pod on Twitter and Instagram and go and give us some money. Yeah, I'm just going to come out and say it now. Go and give us some money at <laughs> patreon.com forward slash Sapning to keep this fucking thing going. Well, we've said it. We've said it in every every other way we possibly could by now. Uh, just fucking give us some money, uh, innit? It'd help, it'd help us a lot. We've got... It's taken 158 episodes of absolute desperation for Morgan to crack and actually beg for money. Um, I had a dream the other night. The Patreon went down and disappeared and we were absolutely oh. fucked. And oh, then we had to try that. and make... Yeah, go to another website and nobody came over, of course. Why would they? Yeah, so that was a fantastic... Uh, terrifying thought to wake up to the other morning but uh yes as he said patreon.com forward slash sapnin 
and at Sappening Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Tell us how how big of a scumbags we are for asking um, for you to join our Patreon at Sappening Pod at S A W P E N I N P O D. Yes, but we do give this to you for free each and every week, so it would be nice and it would help keep things going. And to be fair, we do need some more new equipment again. So patreon.com forward slash sapmin. But let's shut up before we really get ourselves into trouble. This is the wonderful Crystal Porto from Can't Swim coming back to the UK next summer for 2000 Trees. Let's have a laugh. Give us your money. Please, can I have anything at all? One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. What's happening? What's going on? Ah, ah, he's not gone for the name of the show. He's gone for what's going on. <laughs> this week's oh, yes. guest. No, too late now. You're not having another chance. <laughs> this week's guest is Chris Laporto, a fantastic New Jersey rockers. Can't swim. How are you, Chris? I'm doing just fine. How are y'all doing? I, yeah. I'm all right. Yeah. Moderate, yeah. moderate to good, I am. <laughs> but all the better for having you join us so thank you for taking oh. the time um i know it's uh it's a, a busy period for you because you're currently driving on tour in the states yeah it's been awesome man uh silverstein has been nothing but very nice to us this is our first tour back since covid so it's been uh it's been a pleasure to be doing this again yeah nice was there any um was there any like stage rust getting back for those <laughs> first shows First night was Cleveland, Ohio, and yeah, there might have been some growing pains <laughs> there. But <laughs> well, where where exactly are you right now in in the states? So we played uh, Tempe, Arizona last night, and we're driving to Albuquerque, New Mexico, to play today. Ooh, oh, nice, nice. Mm-hmm. Uh- how long is that drive? Because I know, obviously, as UK music fans, people complain when the show is like half an hour an hour away so how long is that drive for you guys this is about eight hours <laughs> jesus christ <laughs> yep yeah that's uh scotland to wales yep 
Wow. That's, yeah, um, yeah. Fucking people over here, they just don't appreciate how, how, how close bands are to them all the time. Like, it's fucking it's mental. True. But, um, yeah, so you're, yeah, you're off to the home of Walter White. Now then, Albuquerque. That's that is shot right. The, uh, yeah, the fantastic uh, Breaking Bad. That is true. Breaking Bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how how is it how is it being getting used to this tour again? Because obviously you know, there's quite a few dates on this run, and going from not being able to play shows and quite some time to like an all out busy, very big venues like this, I'm sure is uh, a little bit of an adjustment to mentally as well to to get back used to. Yeah, man, it was crazy. I mean, it's like almost a year and a half, two years since our last show. Uh, actually, our last show was in London before COVID. And we record, we recorded a lot of music in the downtime. And there was points where I was like, oh, are we ever going to get back on tour? You know, is this just going to be the new, the new normality of uh, a, a musician? But it's been great. Uh, I've been having a blast. And uh, it's been awesome to play the new songs and just be out here. It's been an adjustment from the last two years for sure, but it's been going good. Nice. I saw uh, the crowds got to sing "Happy Birthday" to your partner as well, which quite was uh, quite a nice touch. Yeah, yeah. She uh, it was her birthday yesterday, and uh, she has been treating me so much nicer in the mornings after this. Now. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I was going to say, yeah, you should just get every crowd every night to sing "Happy Birthday" to her and film it, and just be like, look. We don't forget about you every night, look. Every <laughs> night we do this. It will be Paige's birthday every night on this tour, for sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Paige's birthday tour. you got a new nickname for it. Great, fantastic. There you go. <laughs> wow. Wow. But what, how, was that, how was that kind of lockdown period for you guys? Because I know you were very creative, as you mentioned. There was a lot of different projects and recordings and, and everything, which I'm sure we'll, we'll get into, but just kind of as a whole, was it quite nice in a way to have that time off or did it become very scary not knowing too much about the future? I'd say a little bit of both. I don't think I uh, was hit by it uh, as strongly as some of my other musician friends. I, I think I did do some growing and there was some positivity in the downtime. But yeah, I miss touring very much. I miss traveling. So a combination of both. I do think it gave me a chance to write music in a different way. Obviously, I would never wish a global pandemic on anybody ever again. But there, there was some, uh, some, con- some pros in having two years to yourself, for sure. Yeah, yeah, that's a headline we don't want. Can't swim are a uh, pro uh, worldwide <laughs> disease band. Yeah, we don't need that. We don't need that. Yeah, no, um, no. But yeah, no. You said about like um, writing and recording like new music and doing different vibes and with change of plans. It's kind of incorporated all of the different sounds of Can't Swim over the years. I think. Do you think Can't Swim has fi- found its final form now? Yeah, you know. Whenever I think we have find our final form, uh, it changes again. So I, I really don't know. Um, I do think, like you said, change of plans is a good combination of all the things we've done in the past. But I don't know if it's uh, going to dictate what we do in the future. But I'm very proud of that record, and I'm glad it came out the way it did. And uh, Cancer has always kept me on my toes with what it's going to sound like in six months. So. 
it's uh who, who knows it's exciting i have, i have no idea what the next record is going to sound like yeah what's been kind of one of the main evolutions for you in terms of songwriting because i think you know people have always been surprised on some additional elements you always add to the band on every album or ep or something and there always seems to be that there's new influences and elements you try to capture so in in those spaces of time is it just things that you've gone into in in between records or is it just like a, a different way you all go about writing songs every time I think uh, it's a combination of yeah being influenced by other things, but also just like in the beginning of the band, uh, you know, there was a lot of inability. I didn't really know what I was doing at all. And I think the more and more I learn about songwriting and like playing different instruments, the more I want to explore what we're able to do and what we're capable of doing. So I don't know. I think in the beginning of anybody's songwriting it should be pretty basic because you don't know how many options you have. And then years and years go on. And I think it should be more complex or at least, you know, cover more bases. And that's kind of always been the goal is just to like, see how creative we can be and, you know, try to not write the same song more than once. And that's what we've been doing. Nice. Well, yeah, to, to touch on influences who are, um, who are some of the acts that uh, have influenced you over the years? So as a kid, uh, I definitely liked The Cure a lot. That's uh, probably one of the biggest influences. Currently, I'm obsessed with that band Idols, which is also from your neck of the world. Oh, yeah. yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, Idols was a big one recently. Um, and then early on, it was everything from metalcore to emo to whatever. So... I don't know how much all those bands play into what Cannes Film does, but uh, growing up in New Jersey, there was tons of bands and tons of influences. So it all gets piled into one big Cannes Swim thing. Did you mention Cursive then the first time? Did I, I hear did, that right? I, yes, I'm you a big did, fan of yeah. Cursive. Yes, big fan of Cursive myself as well. Oh, that's um, awesome. Yes, yeah, yeah, it's good to hear. It's good to hear. Yeah, well, we've... we've- we talked quite a few times on here about that kind of New Jersey influence uh, in particular and just that seeing it over the years, how many different kind of acts and famous really influences New Jersey has produced from all sorts of, of genres. Uh, growing up there, was that just kind of having everything on, on your doorstep? Was that like just a really huge thing for you getting into music and sampling like all the iconic bands to come out of New Jersey? Yeah, 100%. I remember as a kid, like, six bands would play and none of them would sound anything alike. And I think, yeah, I think it, it bred some really interesting genres and different bands because everybody was like kind of, you know, ripping off each other and then it would kind of create these like really unique projects. And I think it will, yeah, I feel very privileged to grow up in a music scene like that because like you said, yeah, there was just so many options at the doorstep. Like I said, again, I don't know how much Can't Swim kind of mm. caters to that, but uh, yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. Well, you, d- you touched on kind of realizing different moments of your songwriting and kind of being able to, to evolve from that, going from the really basics to, to what you do today. Is there anything in the particular that sticks out for you on anything you've learned? Is there any advice you've had over the years that's really helped you honing on your craft or just 
mistakes you've made that you, you realized you're better off a different way? Um, good question. I mean, I'm very lucky to have the guys in my band that are incredibly talented and always, you know, I think we all push each other to like kind of write the best songs that we can. But yeah, I think that's a good way to put it like trial and error and not only like to see what you're good or what you're bad at, but more like what resonates with you the most and like what excites you the most, like maybe something that you're bad at is something that like you like the most. And then I think you should keep doing it, you know? So yeah, I don't know. Cancer is very lucky because we just kind of, do whatever we want and somehow don't get fired so <laughs> <laughs> nice nice yeah that is that's very very lucky <laughs> <laughs> how far have you pushed that how far have you pushed it to try and see if you can get fired i mean honestly there's been a few projects that i've presented to the label and i was like oh like maybe this could be a side project or like a different band or something and then pure noise was like no like i think it should just be a can't swim thing and i was just like okay okay like so that's that's fine <laughs> <laughs> you should test the limits to make sure they are listening to everything you send them just like send them a track of like fart noises and be like oh what do you think of this and then you're like oh it's brilliant it's it's can't swim's next single surely and then you're like you're full of shit you don't listen to this i can't believe it. it's just farts i just did farts for a week <laughs> <laughs> i think i'm gonna take you up on that yeah <laughs> oh please send it to us we will premiere it live here yes oh, i'd love oh. that that'd be so good yeah but but pure noise you know the connection you've had with the label over the last few years seems to be like remarkable how how is it from an artist's point of view to uh to have teamed up with them for so long yeah man we have everything to thank. You know, they gave us everything. They gave us gear. They gave us a van. Can't Swim probably wouldn't be a band if it wasn't for Pure Noise. So, yeah, the relationship has been great. It's been awesome. Nice. Nice. So, obviously, touching on the new record, Change of Plans, there's one track in particular, of course, a lot of people have been talking about one of the main singles and Let the Room Ablaze. And one thing I wanted to talk about with that. I don't know if I'm reading into things too much, but watching the video, of course, it takes place in a wrestling ring. But the super wrestling fan I am noticed some GCW <laughs> logos around the whole place. So I'm just wondering, was this like a, a pre-planned thing? Was, did you do anything with GCW or was it just kind of a whole location thing at time? Are you wrestling fans? I mean, please fill me in on all that. Yeah, so it was actually kind of like a two-way street. Um, I have some friends that are very, very into the wrestling world, and uh, especially GCW, and they were kind of fans of what we do, and we were certainly fans of what they do. And uh, yeah, it was kind of like, I think we were both equally excited to do a video together, and they had a wrestling match the following night, and they said... We'll set up the ring, come down the night before, and we can, you know, we can make it work. And yeah, it's awesome. It's probably my favorite Cans from video that we've ever done. I think it came out great. But yeah, we definitely are uh, fans of what those guys do. Ooh. How, uh, how good did it feel to actually like perform in a way inside of a wrestling ring? I'm, I know, even though it's for a video, I'm sure it must have felt a bit, uh, did, a bit strange. And yeah. Did anybody take yeah. any bumps either? 
<laughs> yeah, it was insane. Uh, even like they were playing the song for playback to like get the, you know, just like the the vibe for the for the two wrestlers. And it yeah, it was definitely like a young kid's dream come true to like see your song uh be the catalyst of like these two dudes like beating the shit out of each other <laughs> it was pretty sick <laughs> um, <laughs> and yeah then playing in the ring and you realize like how fucking hard the mat is like people probably think it's like a mattress like it's certainly not like these dudes are getting dropped on their fucking heads like it's insane just yeah it was it was a really really cool experience yeah yeah i can imagine would you say that's the weirdest place you've kind of semi-performed or performed or anything like i'm I'm sure there's some just some strange places can't swim have appeared at during the years uh it's definitely up there because you're basically stepping on like months and months of like dried blood so it's pretty (laughs) it's yum pretty pretty (laughs) pretty intense (laughs) what's the weirdest venue can't swim have played you've just you've walked something in me now morg because i just remembered the weirdest place I've ever played <laughs> is in a Spanish bull ring. Wow. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's not something everyone can say they've done, I guess. So no. but yeah, have you had a have you had a weird festival or a weird venue somewhere that um you weren't expecting to ever play? Um, you know what? I'm kinda drawing a blank. Luckily, Can't Swim, like I said, started kind of like uh already feet first and we were already, you know, hit the ground running, but uh we played this really bizarre place in germany one time that was like maybe like an underground like sex dungeon kind of place uh, oh wow okay uh, uh, wait no yeah. aren't they all in germany though isn't all of germany just one big sex dungeon that's what i, I remember so. it being yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, yeah. As soon as you cross from France, it's like, oh, look, sex dungeons. Eh? You can't move the sex dungeons <laughs> in Germany. <laughs> but yeah, what, um, yeah, how was that? What was, um, what was the giveaway for the sex dungeon? <laughs> yeah, it was like down in this basement and everything like reeked of like cigarettes and there was like no windows or lights. It was just like this really bizarre place. I can't remember the city to save the life of me. I really can't remember, but. Off the top of my head, that was probably the strangest place we've played. Nice. Mm. Well, not nice. <laughs> <laughs> wow, just, I, I just said, yeah, nice. Not nice. That's not, yeah, horrible. Um, but yeah, fair enough. Fair oh, enough. Wow. Well, I can just imagine you all rocking up to the venue and then there's just some very questionable things on the wall. Like, are we in the right place? Exactly. So. Yeah. Has anyone got any baby wipes? I want to wipe the stage before I go on stage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, the question is yes. what, what what is more hygienic the wrestling ring with all the blood or the sex dungeon <laughs> oh that's true oh <laughs> yeah. no that's that's dreadful oh yeah i would be. pick yeah i think i'd pick the wrestling ring 10 times over yeah to walk back <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's probably best uh, <laughs> oh well but but speaking of like really strange situations as well like I know you said Can't Swim we've really dived into the, the band world and stuff really early on and a lot of opportunities did present themselves. But like one thing I want to bring up is you've always 
you've already worked with a lot of your kind of musical heroes or people in the scene that I know a lot of the band has spent a lot of time influenced by. Like, obviously, a couple of years ago, you did uh, an EP release that had the likes of Adam Lazaro from Taking Back Sunday feature on it, as well as Frank Carter. Uh, you've got Caleb Shomo from Beartooth on this new record. Like, how's that been just a weird experience for you to work with all these kind of iconic people in, in the scene already? Uh, yeah, man, it, it's, uh, it's, it's really cool, uh, to look back, you know, 10 years ago, I, I, I would never think that was a possibility, but also even cooler is that like, you know, those people have become my friends, you know, like I didn't ask them for any type of like, you know, jumping on their bandwagon. It was like, I was just talking to them. I've sent them a demo of a song and they were like, Oh, you know, we want to be a part of this. It was like, yeah, it's more of like a relationship with all those people. Like I've known Frank Carter since like 2011, you know, I've known Caleb now for two or three years. Cause we've done tours with them. Like, yeah, it's just, it's just cool to feel like I've also made, you know, like real friends through this shit. Like it's not just Instagram and, you know, Spotify. It's, it, it's like, it's, it's given me a chance to actually like make friends with some really talented really cool people. So, uh, yeah, I'm forever grateful to have these experiences and, and especially have met, uh, dudes who are way better at doing this type of thing than I am. <laughs> no, not at all. No, you haven't. I'm not having talked so low on yourself, Chris. Come on. Um, yeah. Was it, did you ever find, um, have you ever had any, any trouble or, um, kickback from lit from, uh, the other artists labels when you've had them um, feature or um, uh, or anything yeah. along those lines no to be fair uh, I don't really have to deal with too much of that but no all the labels uh, were very excited and gave us the green light to have the features um, I think as if you you know as you know Frank Carter kind of seems to do whatever the fuck he wants and of course no of course from. Is there, is there anyone you've met along the way in your musical journey, though, that you have been, like, completely surprised by or you had an opportunity to meet someone that really made you, like, kind of freak out? Like, I'm sure I'm sure there must be something over, over the years. Interesting, interesting. Um, I did meet Miley Cyrus one time. That was pretty cool. <laughs> nice. <laughs> please tell um, us. Yeah, tell us we, all. Tell us go, everything. Yeah, give us some context. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah, so we, uh, I was driving this other band, and uh, yeah, there's really not much of a story other than she's like an incredibly lovely person and is the most down to earth human being I've ever met in my entire life. And I watched her show that night, and it was incredible. Nice. Yeah, she wow. seems like a good egg. Yeah, yeah, yeah she seems like um, certainly is. I was going to ask you if you had any night, have you had any nightmare stories then, but um. A lot of people don't like to talk about the uh, <laughs> the, <laughs> the the bad stuff that's happened, but um, yeah, has there any been any weird moments or anything like that with um, some I don't know rock stars that you had on a pedestal or expected to be better or or, sure, or nicer? Sure. Let me think. Let me think. Luckily, everybody that we've toured with has been very nice. So I'm trying to think of like a like a festival or something. Um, yeah, that's where you normally find them. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I don't think I have a good jerk off story. 
but no. uh, oh. hey, there's there's still time. There's still <laughs> yeah. time. Yeah, oh, that's true. Yeah, it's not over yet. Yeah, if you can. Yeah, if by the end of one you think, oh, oh yeah, I met Marley Manson and he was a massive <laughs> dick. Yeah, just let us know. Just go. Oh, by the way, boys, I've I've remembered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'll, yeah. I'll yeah. Circle right, cool. back. Yeah, please do. Please do. Um, but you you mentioned driving there, and you've done that for quite a few bands over the years. Is that is that something that you've done quite a lot? Is uh, is drive other bands around? Yeah, um, yeah. I've I've always liked traveling. That's how actually I met Frank Carter. I drove uh, his old band Gallows around the states a couple times. Nice. Um, yeah, and it's funny. I still do it for Can't Swim. I just. Uh, I am the singer, but I am also the predominant uh, driver as well. <laughs> um, yeah, it's something that I don't mind doing. It's pretty relaxing to me. And uh, when Can't Swim's over, I'll probably continue to be on the road. So that's that's always been the plan. Nice. Well, we've got to ask now. I mean, you don't have to drop names and drop people in it, but like, like there must be someone you've driven for and you've seen some things or they've uh, acted <laughs> acted differently um, on the van or a tour bus or anything. Is there being any incidents like that? Again, you don't have Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Have to drop names. No dropping but, names. Uh, I'm trying to think who the wildest in Gallows is. It's probably Stu. <laughs> Stu was probably the <laughs> probably. fucking maddest, I think. He was probably. Or Lags. Oh, I forgot about Lags existed. Yeah, I think Stu, uh, Lags was good. Stu, yeah, I think Stu liked a little bit more sleep. You know, he, he wants to get a couple more more minutes of shut eye. <laughs> All right, fair enough, yeah. But yeah, what a, what a fucking band Gallows are. Or were. And are. Oh, yeah. They were... They were the best. Speaking of uh, traveling, uh, of course, next summer in July 2022, Can't Swim will be returning to the UK to play at 2000 Trees Festival. Yes! That lineup already is looking absolutely incredible. It's one of our favorite festivals. We've done a lot of of work with them over the years. Um, I'm sure from your point of view, you can't wait to come back over here and, and really experience that festival as well. 
Uh, yeah, I'm very, very happy they asked us to play. I'm terrible with dates, but I think we played the 2019 date of it. Yeah. Um, yeah, <laughs> I love that. Uh, go off to the so. end. Uh, was yeah. it 2019? <laughs> yeah, nice. Which was amazing. Um, yeah, a beautiful place to have a festival. And it will be our first back, uh, first time back in England since the whole pandemic. So looking forward to it. Yeah, well, some, well, some of your best kind of memories coming over to this side of the pond as well and just touring and performing and stuff because it does seem, um, from a fan point of view, that Can't Swim have always had such a, a great reaction over here. I will never forget, uh, we fly over there. When we play this place called the Louisiana, which I think might be, I have no idea where it was, Manchester. And we were a brand new band and we played our song, Death Deserves a Name, and somebody put an Instagram video up and uh, so many kids were like singing along and I, you know, they were like singing in their obviously British accents. And I just remember being like, this is insane. Like something that, you know, like I wrote in my bedroom is being, you know, it was just, yeah, a very fond memory. Um, we always say that London or England in general is just like our second home. So uh, yeah, very, very excited to get back over there the array of different British accents as well. Like, if you drive for an hour away from somewhere, you have a totally different accent singing your songs back to you as well. So I know. It's amazing. Where are you guys? You guys are in... Uh, you're in Scotland? No, no. no. Do you know what? I prefer to be called Scottish than I would English. Um, I'm... Uh, me, me and Morgan are Welsh. From yeah. Welsh. Welsh. Yeah. Okay, yes. Lovely, lovely area. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah be, be late now be late now yeah um yeah that's like me calling you uh mexican or canadian um yeah, you yeah. call it you calling it, us english you, it's um, true <laughs> I, I apologize yeah. it's all right it's all fine, right, it's all it's fine. You, you, you you're forgiven thank you for the music um, yeah. <laughs> the music's got you off this time um, uh, if we have another one another one of those mix-ups but that's the thing we're going to be at 2000 trees so let's oh, um, hell yeah yeah, let's uh, let's get together and do one of these in the flesh. I think that yeah. would be very, very yeah. fun. That would be amazing. Yeah, you can call us Scottish to our faces and see how <laughs> blood red mad we get. <laughs> yeah, they uh, they don't they don't mess around up in Scotland. Oh Those no, are crazy no, no, people. Oh yeah, they don't fuck about. Yeah, they start every gig with you we you we you we fucking go fucking go. So, oh yes, they yeah. do. Yes, they do. Yeah, absolute <laughs> mental people. But yeah, I love them. Big fan of the Scottish. <laughs> Big fan of, they can do no they can do no wrong apart from the maybe wearing a tartan skirt. I'm alright for that. Uh, <laughs> um, but, yeah. Each to their own. Each to their own. Each right, to their own. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Go on, well, save me. Save me. Save me, Morgan. Yeah, shout out to shout out to Scotland. Um but it, it, what do what do you remember from the first time playing Two Thousand Trees um a, a couple of years back? Oh man. Uh so some good friends. Um our buddies in free throw played and we got to hang out with them. Uh, I got to see every time I die, I got to see who else did I get to see that day? How good was that? Every time I die set. Oh, just unbelievable. Unbelievable. Um, it was, um, yeah, it was hot damn and full one. I think it was. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. I didn't know it was like, so literal like 2000 trees i didn't know it was like <laughs> in the middle of nowhere so when we were driving up i was like oh my god this is this is awesome so 
uh, yeah, looking forward to it, man. I'm, I'm, I'm really happy to be back. Yeah, I think a lot, a lot of people have missed it the last couple of years, be, not being able to, uh, to put on the event. So I think 2022's edition is going to be a very, very special one. But um, around that as well, do you have any plans to come back to the UK for uh, like a, a full headline tour or supporting anyone anytime soon? I know you probably can't tell us too much details, but uh, <laughs> is there anything kind of in the works for that? No, I would, I would tell you everything I know. I think the plan <laughs> is to uh, maybe just book a, book a few headliners, maybe just like a handful uh, around 2,000 trees. I'm not sure if it's possible. Um, that is what we did last time. I think it was only three. It was like Liverpool, Manchester. I can't remember. But uh, yeah, who knows? I, it, it's still a good amount away. I would love to jump on a support tour, do a headline, but... Um, if it's just 2,000 trees, that's also plenty by me too. So, Yeah, nice, nice. Well, speaking of um, all those, those, those support tours, obviously you're on the road now with Silverstein and from the reactions online and seeing videos and stuff, it seems that their crowd have really taken to you. But have you played in front of anyone's crowd that was a little bit different? Like if you supported anyone that was a bit left field and weren't expecting uh, a crowd to be a certain way, there must be uh, one or oh, two man. odd ones. I, it's probably every single tour we've ever done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's tough, man. You know, I think like we were talking about earlier, Can Swim has a lot of different, a lot of different avenues we go down. So I think a couple of different bands, fan bases kind of get thrown off, but everybody, you know, we haven't gotten tomatoes thrown at us too many times. Um, <laughs> too many times? Wait, it. That means you've had it at least once. <laughs> Surely not. Surely you haven't. It's like, Yes, yes, yes. Um, oh. You know, even just England alone, like we've supported a band called Creeper and then we've supported a band called Counterparts and then we've supported a band called Real Friends just in England alone. And like those three bands, you know, sound nothing like each other. So, yeah, we get we get thrown into the mix a lot. But, yeah, I think it's something that we like to do, kind of maybe convert a few fans like in the beginning, like the first couple songs, they're like, geez, what is, what is this dude doing? And then by the end of the set, maybe they're like, all right, I kind of get it. I kind of get it. Yes. <laughs> yes. Story. Yeah. yeah. Me and you are very, very similar. That's literally my, <laughs> my MO is getting on stage and just trying to win. I either want to win people over or I want to completely lose them. There's, yes. Uh, that's yes. It. One, of, one of two it's, ways. I don't want, I don't want people in the middle going, oh, they're okay. Oh, they're all exactly. right. Exactly. Exactly. I want someone going, it was fucking brilliant, or he's the most annoying prick I've ever heard in my life, which is not the go-to, I guess. I guess it's 70% that for me, but uh, sadly. <laughs> yeah, and uh, just uh, just a couple more things, uh, Chris, before we let you go, because obviously you, you've got a very long drive, so we don't want to distract you too much. Mentioned throughout just kind of different influences and i know you said that maybe some of the ones you've had have an effect that can't swim too much but i'm gonna throw uh, possibly a, an impossible question to you i just want to kind of uh, the reaction the first thing that comes to your head but um if you were like say for example stranded on a desert island and you can only bring three records to listen to to before you got saved what would you put up there for you like what three records would you kind of define your influences and, and, and life surrounding? Great question. Yeah, I'd probably do uh, The Cure. I would probably do uh, It's a Shame About Ray by the Lemonheads. Ooh. And 
And then Desert Island, I need something to get me going, baby. I would say mm, maybe you fail me by Converge. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. That's a connection. <laughs> I was just thinking, imagine that to her. Imagine that to her. The amount of hairspray from the Kua and amount of spit on stage from the drooling dog that fronts Converge. That would be a mess. It would be the messiest tour of all time. It, I, I think that's why I would take it for my desert island. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wow. That'd be fantastic. Yeah. Jacob just running about dribbling everywhere. Yeah. Robert fantastic. Smith. Robert yeah. Smith just looking like a melted candle. <laughs> <laughs> looking like Russell. Yeah. Looking like Russell Brand's deformed dad. Yeah. Unbelievable. What a lineup, or yeah, I was not expecting that at all. So that's what fucking cracking. Yeah. Okay. Good. 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 Yeah. Literally. Literally. And, and and with all that, obviously, you're going to be very busy now, just kind of promoting this record, touring as much as uh, as you can. But is there anything else we can kind of keep our eyes out for? Anything in the works? Any surprises for Can't Swim coming up in the not so distant future? Oh man, we got uh, we got a lot of touring planned. Like I said, I would tell you if I knew, but I don't know. <laughs> I, I just know that with the new album, we're going to be go, go, go. Um, and then, yeah, man, always writing. Um, we made a, a very good relationship with Will Putney, who did our last record. So maybe another, uh, another insane project with him in the, in the near future. And uh, yeah, just getting back. Well, I'm really looking forward to seeing what else comes up and uh, really excited for your set at 2000 Trees over here in the UK next summer. So thank you so much for taking the time, Chris. It's been a wonderful time speaking to you. Yeah, man. I enjoy, uh, uh, yeah, I've enjoyed this very much that I think we should do it in person in 2000 Trees. How about it? Oh, yes, please. I would love that. I would very, very, very much love that. So yes, that'd be fantastic. Cheers, Chris. Thank you very much. Have a good drive and uh, we'll catch you next summer. All right, y'all. Yeah, man. Take care, guys. Yes. Woo! I nearly, nearly ended up with a new co-host then. <laughs> there was a moment then where Morgan's signal dropped out and me and Chris were alone. And he and Chris started singing. You won't get this on the on the recording, but he started singing, I think we're alone now. And then, um, yeah, he showed a ve- very big interest in becoming the co-host of Sapling Podcast. He, he did also mention that he was thinking about quitting Can't Swim to become the co-host as well. So I don't know if you you and him could maybe do a straight swap. Ah, uh, well, I could go and be the singer of Can't Swim. Yeah, if you want, yeah. <laughs> he said this sentence, and I quote, you could use this in a court of law, right? All uh, right, yeah. I'd much rather be the host of Sapling Podcast than singing Can't Swim. <laughs> Give it to that other fucking guy. That's what he said. Wow, I can't believe all that escalated while I had a little bit of signal trouble. Um, I can't man. believe he said all those... Yeah, we, we had that big conversation about him becoming co-host in what was a 30-second blip as well. So the fact that I got it out so quick and he understood it perfectly was... Immense, yeah. so and you had all those agreements. Well, I'm sorry I messed that up, but um, I do, I do have your audio recording from your end from that part of oh, the no. of the conversation. So maybe I'll go back and oh no, and listen to that and um, oh. I'll put it on the Patreon maybe Patreon.com oh, for yeah. that's oh. happening. Oh no, 
Um, yeah, maybe, yeah, oh, could do. Yeah, um, yeah, man. Um, uh, uh, let's not do that. Um, anyway, thanks to thanks to Chris who can't swim for coming on um, the podcast. Thanks to Pure Noise Records for lending us to him. Thanks to Good as Gold as well, um, the PR company for sorting this out. Uh, our good friend Haley. Uh, is an absolute superstar, so we thank her very, very much. And I bet she can't wait to work with you and can't swim moving forward, Mug. Oh, I can't wait for that. That press meeting with me and Haley is going to be uh, very interesting. But yes, go and check out Can't Swim's new third studio record, Change of Plans. It's an absolute belter. There's some absolute wonderful tracks on there. And of course, it will be appearing in the UK next summer for 2000 Trees Festival 2022. We're excited for it all already. Can't wait for this festival to finally come back. They haven't been able to do it the last two years. And I can smell the ice cream already. I was wondering what the fuck you got. I can smell uh, sweaty ball bags already. What? Just imagine you taking a long hard sniff in on someone's sack. Anyway, oh no, no, ice cream. It's ice cream. That white blob everywhere is ice cream. Too far, too soon. But yes, I cannot wait for 2000 Trees. Also, this week, as well as Can't Swim being announced. There was loads of really, really great bands and my band Raiders, who you can check out by searching Raiders UK on streaming websites. We have four or five songs out now. I think they're all all right. You sh- you probably think they're awful. No, I think you probably think they're all right. So check them out. Please share them with your friends and that. And uh, yeah, that's, that is all from me. Morg, what do you want to say? Uh, I wanted to say, go and give us a follow at Sapman Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Send us a message. Let us know what episodes of Sapman you've enjoyed. If you're getting excited for 2000 Trees already, uh, we did recently, we've recently done an episode with Dustin Kendrew of Thrice, one of the headlangers, talking all things trees and more. So check that out. But please, most importantly, and we can't stress this enough, head over to patreon.com forward slash Sapman for some extra content in the world of Sapman and to make friends in a wonderful, wonderful community. We just recently celebrated our third year anniversary. We've been doing Zoom calls with a bunch of people, and there's loads of just extra content on there for you to enjoy, uh, as well as that clip from that didn't make the interview that will go up uh, later on in the week. That Sean's very exciting about. But until then, head over to the description. There's loads of names we need to thank. And Sean's going to give a shout out to the elite members of our Sapling Podcast Patreon community. Those are the top tiers. Yes, thank you very much. Kylie Wheeler, Mayumi Leewoway, Janelle Caston, Amadine Urbano, Mitch Perry... Dilly Grimwood, Kelly Irwin, Nathan Croshaw, Paul Hirschfield, Emma Barber, Kelly Young, Sammy G, Tony Michael, Kat Besson, Captain Hannibal, Dana Lasnova, Jenny Robinson, Murray Grimwood, Scott Jones, Amy Campion, Johnny Phillips, Mikey McDonald's McMuffin Buns, Tom Owen, Caroline Robinson, Chris Howard, M. Evans Roberts, Louis Cook, Martina McManus, Kevin Clark, Danny Eaton, Carl Pendlebury, Lydia Henderson, Craig Harris, James McNaught, Jenny Munster, Jason Aredia, Lucy Diaz, John and Emma, Emily Perry, Stuart McNaught, Becky Andy, Kelly Cannon, Adam King of the Goths, Parslow, Ollie Amesbury, Josh, I once got fired from a juice company. Apparently, I couldn't concentrate. Crisp. Thank you very much. Alice Wood, Katrina Robinson, Kieran Allen, Reese Bowring, 
Ben Evans, Kate Stevenson, Connor Lewins, Livy Cropper, Keris Andrews, and last by no means least, Danielle, you probably cheered me up on the night shift. Well done, boys. Stevenson, I don't think that's his middle name. It's too long. Uh, that'd be very long on the birth certificate. Um, but yes, thank you as always. If anyone's list, still listening, we really, really appreciate you. Uh, 158 weeks in a row putting this out, and we couldn't do it without all the support, and especially... Um, all the help the Patreon does provide to us. So patreon.com forward slash sapnin. Loads of cool things coming up to, for the rest of 2021 and going into 2022. And um, follow us on our pri- on our personal social media accounts. Mine is at mhrichards underscore. Sean's is... At Sean Smith sucks on Twitter. At fake Sean Smith on Instagram. For um, stuff in our personal... I was going to post my, um, I was going to say about my um, uh, sex website usernames, but no, carry on, carry on. Go on. Oh, you can if you want. I didn't know you no, took no, that no, back no, up sorry, again. Sorry. No, well, you know. Got to have oh. a hobby, haven't you? Got to have a hobby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. What do you do for a uh, hobby? Shagging. Anyway, carry anyway, on. But- um, yeah, just more things in the future. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, you, I, <laughs> that's it. Like, yeah. That's it. That's fucking it. Yeah. I leave it on that's this it. sentence. Ta-da. I leave yeah. it on. The, I leave okay. it on this one final sentence. I got stuck behind the corn tribute band um, this week. So just imagine that. Yeah, I saw you posted. <laughs> I'm stuck behind the corn tribute, and I was like, um, "What did I reply to you?" <laughs> you um, said you give me. The, you were correcting me. Go had the honor of being yeah, stuck behind there you the go. corn. Had the honor of being stuck behind the corn tribute. <laughs> Who the f- what? You get to see him boom raddy dum up close. I don't know what you what you worried about. Because <laughs> I wasn't anyway. expecting to be there. And then <laughs> well, I was just there and stuck. So that's a thought. I yeah. did you um yeah, did you pop a kilt on real quick and try and dread your to fit in? No, but the uh but I did see, <laughs> I don't wanna ruin the magic here. Um but I did see the the singer of the tribute band take his dreads off. It was a one wig and I didn't know how to feel oh, about that. <laughs> what a spoiler. Nobody searched for where Morgan was on the weekend, because then you work out which contribute band singer wears uh set up a figs a wig. Oh god alive. I saw a Bon Jovi tribute band in Merthyr once, right? And they all they all had long hair, right? And the singer looked exactly like Bon Jovi. Right to the end of the set, whipped his hat off and his hair came off with it, all in one. Wow. And he was the only bald man. The rest of the members actually kept their, had their own hair, kept their hair. Like, he got rid of it by choice. <laughs> but uh, this fella, um, unfortunately, facially, he looked exactly like Bon Jovi, but just couldn't keep his hair, so he had to wear a wig, but it came off with the hat. Oh, what's happening? What's happening? Fucking... Oh, it's 158 episodes and we finally lost the fucking plot 100% you're listening to Sapling Podcast with Sean Smith and Morgan Richards thank you very much for downloading this podcast or streaming it or I don't I don't know what else you do with podcasts um, thank you very much <laughs>